What is going on, guys? And welcome to Cold Front Daily. I'm your host, Daniel Kelly. I'm with the Cold Front Report. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cold Front Report or on our website, coldfrontreport.com. So what this podcast is, is it's me just talking football. We talk about Bill's news, transactions, rumors, and then just league news in general. Fridays are going to be mock drafts from here forward. Today is Saturday. I am re-recording the episode that was posted late last night because there was audio problems and it just didn't sound great. So I'm going to re-record that right now. It's going to be similar, not the exact same. If you guys already saw the video that was up for a few hours, then disregard this. But what we're going to do is we're going to go over Daniel Jeremiah, an NFL analyst, and we're going to go through his top 10 mock draft, and then we're going to skip to number 30 and see what he has for the Buffalo Bills, which is obviously the team that we focus on the most here on the Cold Front Daily podcast. So let's just start with number one overall. Jacksonville Jaguars, 1-15 last year. New head coach in Urban Meyer. This is going to be the golden locked boy out of Clemson. It's going to be Trevor Lawrence. You'll hear me talk this way about it every week because every mock draft is going to be the same. It's going to be Trevor Lawrence, number one overall to the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, number two is where it gets interesting. It's the New York Jets. Um, They've had some news recently with Sam Darnold. It's been said that they are taking calls on their former starting quarterback. I don't want to say former yet because he's still there, but they are taking calls on him. So expect him to be traded. With that being said, this is a deep quarterback class. And if Darnold is traded, the Jets are probably going to go quarterback. And Daniel Jeremiah thinks that as well as he has them taking Zach Wilson out of BYU. So Zach Wilson to the Jets at number two. Number three is another AFC East team. It's the Miami Dolphins. Um, They're very lackluster at the skill positions. I'm expecting a receiver here. There's three that it could be, I believe. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah has them taking a receiver as well out of LSU. That would be Jamar Chase. I don't think that they can pass up on a receiver at number three. That pick originally belonged to the Houston Texans, but was traded in the Laramie Tunsil deal. Uh, Fourth overall, we have the Atlanta Falcons. Now, again, this quarterback class is very deep. Atlanta's okay with Matt Ryan right now, but they can release him going into next season with little to no damage to their cap situation. So, being at pick number four, you're guaranteed to get a top five guy. Um, if if it's a quarterback, it's a quarterback. And Daniel Jeremiah believes that it will be a quarterback. He has Justin Fields from Ohio State joining the Atlanta Falcons. The next team on the board is the Cincinnati Bengals at number five. Pretty clear cut here. It's going to be an offensive lineman. Burrow went down with an ACL last year, and that led to the Bengals Now, having the number one overall pick last year and the number five overall pick this year, uh, Daniel Jeremiah mocks Panay Sewell out of Oregon to the Cincinnati Bengals. 
Number six, Philadelphia Eagles. Now, this is a really interesting one as well because they could go anywhere. They need a cornerback. They need a linebacker. They need a receiver. If they're not happy with Jalen Hurts, they can go quarterback as well. Of course, Carson Wentz being shipped out of town. But Daniel Jeremiah goes a different position altogether. Another one in need for Philly, tight end Kyle Pitts. Now, Pitts is more than just a tight end. He is a weapon. And the Eagles had a weapon for a long time in Zach Ertz, but it's said that with his contract, I believe he's going to be traded or released in the near future. If that's the case, the Eagles have a glaring need at tight end. Why not? Why not Kyle Pitts out of Florida? Number seven overall, Detroit Lions. Um, Micah Parsons out of Penn State is what Daniel Jeremiah mocks. I think it's it's a little high for a guy like Parsons who I don't know exactly where he's going to fit in the NFL. I don't know if he's going to be a Mike linebacker, if he's going to be an outside guy. He's, he's very fast, and if anything, the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Devin White show how important a fast linebacker on your team can be, okay? Um, number eight overall, we have the Carolina Panthers, and this is another quarterback from Daniel Jeremiah here. It's Trey Lance out of North Dakota State. Now, Carolina's at an interesting spot because they're at eighth overall in the draft. They have Teddy Bridgewater, who is a bridge quarterback, a great name for a bridge quarterback. Um, I don't know if they're looking to move up. I don't know who they have their eye on. If if this happens and they can stay at eight and get Trey Lance, I think they'd be more than happy. But they may have to move up the board if they're looking to go quarterback. Number nine overall, we have the Denver Broncos selecting a cornerback. It's Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech. Denver is desperate at the cornerback position. They released A.J. Boye, so Farley would probably come in and, and start at the number one spot on the cornerback depth chart. And at number 10 overall, the Dallas Cowboys, another cornerback here, Patrick Sertan out of Alabama to team up with former teammate Trayvon Diggs. This is another interesting spot, the Cowboys, because if Dak Prescott is not retained or franchise tagged by the deadline, this could be a spot for a quarterback. Maybe they're looking to move up as well. Guys with mock drafts, they're never clear-cut. They're never exactly the same. That's why we're going to go through a different one each week and compare and see how the projections look. But remember, these are just projections. These are not clear-cut. This isn't exactly what is going to happen. And when one domino falls, other ones fall as well. So at number 30, Daniel Jeremiah has the Buffalo Bills selecting Aziz Ojalari out of Georgia. He is a defensive end. Buffalo did lose out on the sweepstakes for J.J. Watt when he decided to sign with the Cardinals on a massive deal. I don't think Buffalo was going to pay that much for a aging defensive lineman, even though he is a three-time defensive player of the year, even though he's in an, a huge name in the NFL. I don't think Buffalo was in on that. So Aziz Ojolari over the past two years, five and a half sacks both years, three total forced fumbles, 37 solo tackles at Georgia, and 67 total tackles. So Ojolari, if 
if he falls to 30. I think it would be okay. Um, being at pick 30 in the first round is not great. Obviously, we had a amazing season last year going all the way to the AFC Championship game. So I don't think here at 30 you're going to get a starter. I just don't want this to be another A.J. Epineza situation where he comes in, he's hurt, he doesn't play much, and he takes a little while to develop because he's unable to play right away. I want somebody who's who's going to walk in it and play and be ready to ready to play. So I'm not sure. Ojolari, if he's there, sure, why not? Don't expect the Bills to move up in the draft, guys. It's it's not gonna happen. It's really just not. I would I would see them moving back, if anything, and and getting more assets for future drafts. But guys, this was the top ten picks from Daniel Jeremiah's latest mock draft, and we included, of course, number 30, the Buffalo Bills. So next week, we're going to go through another top 10 next Friday. Um, On Monday's show, I'm going to have another guest, so look forward to that, guys. He also works with Cold Front Report. So that's all I have for you guys. Enjoy your weekend. I'm Daniel Kelly. This is Cold Front Daily. Be sure to check out the Cold Front Report on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Give us a like, give us a follow, whatever you can do. Check out the website, coldfrontreport.com. Read the articles. I give you breakdowns. It's nothing compared to what those guys are actually writing, so please check it out. If you'd like to find me on Twitter, you definitely can. That's at TheRealDanKelly. That's at TheRealDanKelly, guys. So that's all I have. Thanks a lot for listening in, guys, and I'll talk to you on Monday. Thanks.